Carousel Nation, welcome back to the bros. What's up? <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, obviously, for those that aren't watching us on YouTube, uh, we just did a Dragon Ball Z, Joseph Martinez and uh, Almiron thing. Because I I just thought about that today. Like those who are listening on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, they're probably like, "Why the heck are they doing booping?" So, and I'll, if those of you don't know who Dragon Ball Z or know that, then go to YouTube, watch Almiron and Joseph Martinez do that better than we do every time. So, it's true. Um, but anyways, um, welcome everyone uh, to another episode. Bienvenidos a todos aquí. Oh, we are now bilingual. I think we've done that so many times. We've done that before. I can't say so many times. We've done that before. And I always say we're bilingual. Whatever. Anyways, no, Marcos. The, the RSL bros are English for right now. For right now. When we want to do Spanish, we will speak Espanol. True, true. It's very true. Bro, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um, so Friday up until today, had to go crash at the parents' house because they were redoing the the flooring here at my house because we had some water damage happen here in the basement. So they had to rip out all the carpet, had to move my bed, everything to upstairs and in the garage. But everything is all good. We got new flooring put in today. So back to my house. Yeah, love love the parents. Free food and all. But sleeping on an air mattress, it's not fun. You should have just slept on your bed in the garage. Yeah, no, 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 all right, no, no. I, I'm too much of a princess when it comes to beds. <laughs> Actually, everyone, this is true. This guy, like, he, his first religion is sleep, second is soccer. So, um, his sleep is so precious to him. Oh, absolutely. Like any any light or sound, I I can't sleep. It's it's bad. And to think that me and you were roommates for like a long time. It's true. It's true. So. Man. I'm glad you're home then. I I am home. So how are you doing? Um, Hanging in there. I mean, I wish the weekend was longer. Nothing like having like a kind of a chill weekend and then having to work again on Monday. You're like, like uh, why? Yeah. I'm stuck in the nine to five grind right now. I need a. I need to find something to. If anyone has a good, uh, good idea to get me out of this nine to five grind, let a brother know. Cause... Drop it. Drop the suggestions down below. <laughs> drop. <laughs> drop them now because drop this guy. The suggestions. I'm gonna go through an early midlife crisis here soon. I was like, dude, you're you're only uh 33. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shoot, man, that's when you know. But we're good. I was like, I- I was like, I, I'm I'm aging quick too. Like, I got I have a birthday coming up. Frick. Um, I aged real quick. You still have hair. Yeah, I I still have a whole luscious head of hair. That, that my friend. That's that, that's a lie. Pull up, pull up your bangs. Pull up your nope, bangs. Nope, nope, ah, nope. that's what I thought. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so I, the... I, I I see you're rocking PSG. Um, I'm rocking PSG. Yes, I'm, ro- um, I'm rocking. I'm rocking Barca. We only did this because Champions League starts Tuesday. The and... Champions. Oh, 
That's horrible. <laughs> um, and also, this is the only jersey I have of any Champions League team. And I only have it because of Messi. So, yeah. heck, when when he was with Barca, I never got a – I mean, how many years have I had – had I been following Barca for like like for 20? as long as he was there? <laughs> like yeah, six, about... 16 years he was there? Yeah. Um, so. Never got a jersey. Yeah. You never you never gave me a jersey. I guess I, I was I wasn't a great brother in that aspect. No, horrible. Um, horrible. Worst brother ever. So don't think that we're I'm actually cheering for PSG. I really am not. I'm no. I'm a I'm a city fan. So yeah. um which let's I want to talk about this real quick. We have Champions League coming up. The first day is tomorrow. Do you even tomorrow. know who's playing? Um I I can tell you in like uh, two seconds. Well, I'm going to tell everyone in two seconds. So um, tomorrow we have – there's eight games going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Feyenoord against Celtic mm-hmm. or Celtic, however you, however you want to pronounce it. Lazio, Atletico Madrid, Milan, AC Milan, Newcastle, PSG, Dortmund, Young Boys, Leipzig, Man City – how do you pronounce that? Krenna, I, 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 Krenna I was really, I was really waiting. I was waiting that the whole time for that pronunciation. Krenna, Krenna Sveda. We're gonna say that. Um, nice. And then Barca, Royal Antwerp, and then Shakhtar and Porto. All right, we're not gonna get too far into this, but which game are you looking forward to tomorrow? Um. So I, bes- I know besides, you're besides City and Barca, <laughs> I I know you're in class also during maybe during some of these. But which one would you be watching for? Um, the one that definitely has my eye and attention. I'm gonna have to go with that Milan Newcastle one. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Just be- just because you got Christian Pulisic, American born, and then on Newcastle you got Amiron. Interesting. Very good points. Okay. Um, I'm actually looking at the other game in Group F, PSG Dortmund. Oh yeah, because no. you got the you got the Mbappe who's literally holding that team together for PSG. Yeah, you have Mbappe that's holding the team together and Dortmund that uh, almost won the Bundesliga last year. So um mm-hmm. that could be a good game too. Everyone else looks like it it should be Everyone that should win should win tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So the, those those two at ten forty, well, I guess ten forty five and one o'clock. Those two have my eye that I'll be uh they'll be watching in. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, let's do this. We're gonna talk a little bit about some food because one, I'm hungry. <laughs> two, apparent apparently food took X by storm. Friday into Saturday. Like yeah. I have never seen so many people divided and so many people opinionated about one picture of food. Yeah. People have their opinions and some were a little more heated than others. Yeah. And let's just say there's a lot of horrible takes too. What are we talking about? It's a pizza. We're talking a pizza. It's a pizza. Um, we're talking about Messi's pizza. Yeah, because if you guys know a good Argentine pizza, which which we do, 
which we do. In fact, if we're going to compare between the two of us, I know more pizza than you do from Argentina. He he, he has lived there, so. I have, I have. Um, but, what I mean, describe the pizza to everyone that, if you didn't see it, you obviously haven't been on X. Um, yeah, you're, so, you're, you've been probably living on Facebook because I didn't see it anywhere on Facebook. No, so the pizza from this picture, it looked, it was very pale, first and foremost. It had no golden crust, which we're used to seeing in a normal Argentine pizza. And there was so many tomatoes. I think they almost ran out of, of tomatoes at the tomato farm. Hmm. It was, it looked, all right, so this pizza in Argentina is called La Napolitana, which would be a someone from Napoli in Italy. Yep. And so Napolitana has a lot of tomatoes and then some onions and then the green olives. Okay. This one looked like it was just pure tomatoes. It was like <laughs> there was more tomatoes than pizza. Right. <laughs> but – for me, it still look good. Look excellent. Now, yeah. the the comments that were going around on X, they they were like out of this world. It's like you can't be judging a pizza. Like here in the US, we got New York style, we got Chicago, we got Detroit. It's like here we got to- so many different types. We got the the thick, the thin crust. So, so I, I I everybody's mean, got their opinion. So, uh, yeah, everyone has their opinion. I mean, I'm just going to say this. That that pizza did look, one, a little pale. That crust yeah. looked. It needed some more time in the oven. Two, <laughs> that was an excessive amount of tomatoes. That's like, yeah. I think he might have asked for extra tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Messi needs to send that pizza back because it didn't have enough time in the sun to get its full tan on. Seriously, but apparently, um, I can't remember who sent the the. I'm gonna call it the tweet. The I can't remember who sent the tweet out, but apparently, the day after, there was a huge line around the block at that pizzeria. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Business is probably booming for them. They are probably so grateful that Messi dropped that on his story. Yeah. Um. It's and so if you haven't seen on our personal, um x accounts each one of us retweeted the uh the video from cbs golasso about mm-hmm. their explanation of pizza in argentina and whatnot so um check it out because it was actually kind of funny i i really enjoyed the video yeah yeah he definitely explains and educates people um on argentine pizza because argentines are basically italianos it's facts it's facts we eat so many carbs Oh, yeah. We live off of carbs. Yeah. But anyways, we had to what, get that what? out there. Yeah. And anything about Messi, we got, we got to talk about it. <laughs> Even if it's just pizza. Even if it's just pizza. Because all because of pizza and because of turf, he didn't play Saturday, which I'm sad about. <laughs> well, rumor has it that his uh, participation in Wednesday's game is actually in question. Yeah. yeah. Because... Only, only because they have three games in eight days. Yeah, they do have the champion, I mean, not Champions League, the Open Cup final next week. Yeah, so they play Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. Yeah, that's Saturday. That's a little brutal uh, on Messi's legs. And and from the sounds of it, Miami is is basically saying, you know what? 
we're not going to qualify for for playoffs. That's basically what their attitude is. But we're going to get as many trophies this season as possible, which they've already gotten one. They are in the final for a second. So why not? Why not? Why not? I mean, why go to the playoffs and probably not win MLS Cup, but instead go to Open Cup final, play really well there, and win two cups this season? Right? Right. I, I don't see anything wrong with that at all. So, uh, it, And especially since they've already qualified for uh, CONCACAF Champions League, too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, good idea. Good good job from them. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. What do we got next on the lineup? Yeah, so news just came out today that a player, I, I'm drawing a blank of his name, but I, I can pull it up in a second, from Montreal he changed his name to go play in an indoor soccer league. Now, why would someone? All right. Well, let's talk about that. Why, why would someone do that? One, he's probably not getting enough playing time with the Montreal impact. And two, maybe he wants to improve his skills. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to stick with number one, because actually number one is the real reason why he went to the amateur league. Um, Yeah, he he. So while being contracted with as a Montreal player, um, not getting enough minutes, he's been sitting on the bench for a while. His name is uh, Matko Milovic. Um, And uh, yeah, he wanted to get some playing time. Went to the amateur league three games into his uh, amateur league uh, career. Mm-hmm. He got himself a red card. And in fact, so bad was the red card that they um, suspended him from the amateur league. What I want to know is how does nobody from this amateur indoor soccer league recognize his face? Because you're a professional soccer player and you don't get noticed at all. That's kind of. I'm just saying, we just said it. We just said why. It's because he's been yeah. sitting on the bench. How many people yeah. recognize bench players? And first off, Montreal isn't – I'm, I'm assuming. This is me assuming. Montreal's team isn't really that popular in Montreal. No. no. And so and so with that, imagine trying to keep track of the bench players. So, <laughs> I, so I'm just saying, the, the guy – went on a rampage i think i think he had anger issues from not playing in on on the first team so now, now 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 he's suspended i assume now um his mls not not the not montreal the club mls terminated his contract as a player he is now jobless yeah as as they should because if you're going to go make some stupid error and go run off and go join an indoor soccer league, then yeah, I would go move on and be like, yeah, you're done. Get out well, of it, here. It, it's part of their their player agreement. They're not allowed to play in any other leagues. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a, it's a risk to the club if he gets injured outside of team playing and practice. So, because um, if they were allowed to, then you'd be seeing every RSL player, every MLS player, be like, gonna go run to an indoor soccer league and go yeah, tear it up. I, Maybe not uh, like first team players, but definitely players that uh, are seeing the bench, seeing second team bench minutes. I don't know. But yeah, you'd see some players go out and try to find some playing time somewhere. But all in all, this guy, um, 
<laughs> I, I still can't get over the fact that he used a different name. I mean, for obvious <laughs> reasons, he used a different name, but I still can't get over the fact that he used a different name to uh, to even do all this stuff. So, right. um, yeah, th- this guy definitely deserves I, to have I, his contract. I think that's terminated. the first time they, first time that I've heard of this happening in MLS because because I, I think I've heard of it in the past, but I don't think I remember somebody changing their name. Yeah, I'm not sure. If anyone else has that uh, that information, that'd be kind of fun to know if there's been any other incidents like this. Because I can't, <laughs> I, I personally don't know of any other uh, incidents of where a professional player plays in an amateur league. I don't know. Yeah, they're they're desperate to get playing time. Give the man some minutes. <laughs> well, not anymore. He's not anymore. Be, he's gonna be sitting at his apartment now. <laughs> yeah, tough times. But let, speaking let's of this- <laughs> speaking of tough times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, Saturday was something else. So besides Messi and Inter Miami losing, everything that needed to not happen happened to RSL. Uh, speaking of the other teams, like Vancouver won in their matchup, uh, Dallas and Seattle tied, and then you have Houston that tied. But then the worst of it all, I think, sporting sporting Kansas City beating. Minnesota, which makes them one step closer to getting to RSL. But they're still outside of the playoffs. But still, that, that's three points that's closer to getting getting up there. Yeah, so so we have sporting that one. Um, the Dynamo tied, which mm-hmm. they, they should have won that game. Yeah. Um, Vancouver won. LAFC won. Dallas should have won their game. Dallas should have won their game, which, um, we'll, which we'll get into more later on. Yeah, and obviously, <laughs> obviously, San Jose won their game, um, <laughs> and and so all these results killed, like RSL's. They even have they didn't even have a mojo at this point. Yeah, I was gonna say, are you, are you saying momentum? I was like, what, what momentum are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, with this, I started speaking. I was like. No, no, but so if, if you guys saw our, our tweet, so prior to the beginning of this weekend, we were sitting in fourth place. So sitting decent, we would have home home field advantage. But with everything that happened, we dropped to sixth place, which is not looking ideal. Well, and and when I when we talked about these 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 three games before the LAFC game, um, mm-hmm. do you remember the magic number? I said the amount of points that we needed in order to make sure we we still move forward. You said out of those three games? Yeah, out of those three games, what was the minimum amount of points that we needed? Like seven? No, I said five. Five? Yeah. Thanks, that, that, thanks, that, thanks for paying attention. <laughs> no, that, that that does seem pretty realistic. But, I mean, if you do the math, five, any combo of five would have been a win and two draws. Mm-hmm. Now, now since we got two, we have, two wins. Now we need two wins in order to, like, keep up with the, the the pace that we need because at this point we're needing to almost win out in order to stay above the the what do you call it the home advantage spots yeah yeah and i i would be happy with any position right now in the table but not eighth or ninth because eighth and ninth have to do that little play in game to then play the one seed yeah and and right now before we get into the stand, let's talk about the standings afterwards. Let's get into this game first, um, because this game 
was super frustrating. Oh, like every every game has been as of recently. Um, so let's start off with our, our lineup, which was a confusing, odd lineup, I guess you want to call it. Eh, so I wasn't conv- I wasn't confused. You, you call it you think it's a very typical Pablo lineup? Um I'll say that it's not it's not like a typical lineup, but we're doing almost the same lineup as we did the last game. I yeah, I agree, but there are a few changes where I'm just scratching my head. I'm like, this player could have been a better uh replacement. So we on our defense, we have Oviedo playing in that left spot, but the biggest surprise was we have Brody playing in that uh sorry, we have Oviedo playing the left back and then Brody playing in the right back, which Brody is normally the left back. Anelli should have been playing right there on that right back instead. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I think he, I think Pablo must have seen something in the game against Colorado that gave him the confidence to do the Oviedo Brody outside backs again. Because, uh, and I have a hard time with that one too, because um, the game against Colorado wasn't really like, uh, uh, we totally dominated them either. Um, I mean, it's, it's not that it shouldn't be that hard to beat the last place team in the league. And yet, and yet it was only two, nothing. Um, and it wasn't like a dominant performance either. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what that's just worrying. So I'm not sure what uh, Pablo is seeing um, yeah. in this game. Um, it, from, from the, from the ratings, the, yeah, the ratings that fought mob gives us, we have Oviedo uh, on the left that got a 6.5. Yeah. But Brody got a 7.4, which uh, apparently he did well. <laughs> I'm, I mean, we, we can we can talk about that in a, little, in a second, but uh, let's go through the rest of the lineup. Yeah, so no surprises in the midfield. It's our, our same kind of midfield. And then the, the shocker was we see Rubin, who gets the start. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it's because Pablo saw that he got starts with Guatemala for Nations League. But I honestly would have been more satisfied to see the likes of Anderson Julio up top with Chicho. I'll tell you why not. Um, okay. And I think uh, there's a lot of people that will agree with this statement. Um, Anderson Julio has legs for 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do agree. Like if you're to have him go – 50 plus minutes then he's gonna get tired real fast but we haven't really seen much from rubio rubin when it comes to finishing those chances well when we get into this first half i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna say my piece here because there's something there's something there but okay um (laughs) well let's let's just get into this game because there's let's just there's some points that we want to touch on that hurt the team there's some players that you're like what the heck is going on let's get into it yeah so literally i I, ready to say get into it san jose already got into it two minutes into the game and a very very bad giveaway and obobasi does what obobasi does and notches another one from an assist from espinoza where do you think the uh the issue lies on that first goal I would have to say it's 100% uh, Nelson. 100%? Nelson. It was mainly or not not it was mainly Nelson cuz he got caught where, ball watching. He where got does ball the, watching. 
where did the turnover start? Do you it remember? Was on, it was on that right. It was on the right, the right side. On who? Uh, who? It was Brody. It was Brody. Now, do you know why? It's a combination of two things. Read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, wasn't it? It was a bad pass. Not a bad pass. I'm gonna. I, I attribute to how I saw it was bad first touch because when he mm-hmm. touched it, it went away from him. Second sure. field condition. He slipped. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, was, that was that was not ideal. Yeah. So so he gets he gets the ball taken away from him on that on the outside wing, and the first thing that uh, that the the San Jose player does, he gets it out to Espinosa in the middle. That is dangerous. Like yeah. right there, that killed us. Once Espinosa gets the ball, um what what that caused was um I, I apologize. That is incorrect. <laughs> um San Jose player passes it to Abobise. Abobise yeah. um is then uh, marked by by Nelson. Nelson is kind of like zone marking him, kind of follows him. Abobase passes it to uh, Espinosa. That's where the trouble lies because Vera steps out as as a defender, a center defender. I would, I, I can't say should because I think Ojeda should have been somewhere in that vicinity. I don't know where he was. I'll have to watch yeah. the tape again. But um, Vera steps out, which then leaves that open gap behind behind him. That's mm-hmm. where Abobase runs into that gap. Nelson does not follow. He thinks Glad should have been sliding over. It was a miscommunication there, but yes, you can put the blame on Nelson at that point um, because he should have been th- following him. Do you think a lot of it still has to do with Nelson still being new to the club, still getting used to the style of play? Sure, we can attribute it to that. I think there is a lack of communication and a lack of uh, knowing how how teammates move because yeah. I, I can ass- – I, it looked to me that Nelson was waiting for Glad to slide. Seeing mm-hmm. he should have seen that Vera shifted up. Glad should have been sliding behind because because uh, Nelson was kind of floating in front of Glad. Glad yeah. should have been that that center back that slid over instead of Nelson diving in as a d- defensive mid diving into Vera's spot. And I think and been, that's a spot. And we've been seeing that a lot in these past couple of games. Um, where the team scores early within the first 10 minutes or so, and it all attributes to no communication. Nobody's talking in that midfield, especially right here with Nelson and Brian Vera, and they just get that easy wide-open goal for Abobase. Yeah, because uh, you're looking at the, the Portland game. What minute was the, the first goal? Um, 13th. I got you. 13th. I was like, <laughs> the, a couple weeks back. <laughs> the, the the previous game, the the second Houston game, when was their first goal? I want to say that was an early one as well. That was within... Ninth minute. Yeah, that was, yeah, ninth minute. Um, So the past couple of games, we've been suffering from early, early goals. Um, yeah. the, the Open Cup game was just fine. We didn't have any early goals there. Um, And same with the uh, LAFC game. In fact, the LAFC yeah. game was 0-0 at halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, where we thought we were in it. So um, so th- lately we've been giving up early goals. Um, but giving up goals in general has been a, an absolute theme. Um, in, in fact, 
if we count from the LAFC game, which was the start of our horrible, horrible streak, um, we've had, let's see, that's, I'm going to count 10, 12, 14 goals against us since the LAFC game. And how many have we scored since that time? (laughs) One, (laughs) two, three, four, five. So we're, we're five for 14. Yeah. So that's that's rough. Uh, and speaking of rough, let's let's talk about the the second goal for, oh, for be, San Jose. Oh, before before you get into the second goal, two minutes before that, um, we see Br- Brian Vera get a yellow card, which means yellow card accumulation. So he'll miss Wednesday's game against Dallas. I'm glad you remember that. I did write that down in my notes, but I'm glad you remembered. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's a, for me, huge loss. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, let's just get into it um, uh, about um, Vera's behavior. Yeah. We, we, we've seen a, a, hu- a kind of extreme behavior lately. Mm-hmm. We, saw it, we saw it in the Houston game in Open Cup where he had looked like he was going to throw punches and his anger was getting much of him, then got shown that red card. And it's, it seems like it's been ever since that time, it's been a little excessive by him. Okay. So do you prefer to have someone that's uh, – and and shoot – someone's going to shoot me for this one. Would you rather prefer someone submissive-ish like Glad or do you prefer someone aggressive like Vera slash Silva is even like that? Which one do you prefer as a defender? I, I would rather have someone happy medium, which is like of silver. course, but but I mean we have we have the extremes right now. We don't have solid defenders. We have weak no, and submissive or overly aggressive. I'd rather have somebody like uh, like Glad who's weak and submissive because yes, I like somebody who has is that junkyard dog that they're willing to fight for our defense to get a clean sheet, hopefully for every game. But that obviously comes with its its consequences with cards. And you don't see Glad accumulating that many cards, so he's very mellow. Nothing, nothing comes of it. And this is why I beat you on FIFA all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but but listen to this. But but yes, you're talking about yellow card accumulations. But on the other side, you're also talking about a lot of own goals. I so, mean, am, am I am I wrong? No, no, you're you're not wrong. But if you look at both sides of it, they come with consequences. You you have the own goal side, and then you have the yellow card accumulation, where game after game, it just seems like, oh, here's another yellow card for Valor, and then something something else happens. So, so the only defender I can think of off the top of my head that was like the the perfect medium defender for us in our RSL history. Read Fortress. my mind. Yes. Oh, we're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so I love glad it. you're no. my brother. No, it's true. Like when we had Borchers, like you remember how well he was um when we no, he wasn't with us in the MLS Cup. Yeah, he was. Um, oh he was, he was. <laughs> in both no, of them. In both of them. My mom was like, What? Huh? No, but he, he was a brick wall and he was just very mellow and just he held his own. But but now, and you're probably gonna guess this right off the bat. Who does Vera remind you of then? Of oh, Olave. Re- Olave. Olave. Olave was the kind of reckless, like bulldozer guy, which everyone <laughs> loved. Now I don't yeah. get why 
everyone starts thinking like that Vera is such a liability. Well, we have own goal glad. We have Monarchs Brody. We have Old Man Oviedo. I mean, guys, the Vera for me is one of our best defenders right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, true. well, if if you don't like the 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 fight in him, I mean, I don't. I'm not going to promote like fighting aggressive, like kill people defending. But at some point, we need to show personality. Yeah, it, it's true. We can't just be sitting back and just laxodacily just watching team just be scoring these early goals every single match because it's going to come to haunt us. Yeah, yeah. So um, let, I was going to say, let, let's jump over to the next goal for, for San Jose. So literally two minutes after Brian Vera is shown his yellow card, which punches us in the face because he'll be out the next next game we see another goal by san jose in the 15th minute scored by rodriguez uh assisted once again by christian espinoza by the way uh rodriguez is a brazilian so it'll be rodriguez it's a good thing i don't speak portuguese exactly um neither do i (laughs) but um no follow portuguese no follow portuguese no um no I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> no, we, we. I mean, you you speak something of Spanish. I speak Spanish. No, no, falar Portuguese. Um. Anyways, this is another case of field conditions because who slips on this one? Now, I'm trying to. I'm trying to go back into my uh, memory. See, I remember this stuff. It, it was one of our center backs, wasn't it? Nope. One of our midfielders. That's it. I'm gonna, was, was was like, too much silence. <laughs> I, I was going to say, it, it, last guess I'm going to say, it, was it Luna? Yes, it was. All right. It was Luna. So, like, I, I, was, I was debating. It was, like, it was either Luna or, or Oviedo because both of them are, are playing right there on that left side. Yeah, so um, it was Luna. So the ball got cleared out to a San Jose player who then – put it back towards uh Luna Espinosa when yeah. Luna went to go go chase for it he slips and mm-hmm. that's how that's how it ends up um on Espinosa's foot he does a little move hits it with the left foot and Rodriguez really it was like it was like um Chicho's goal that uh, Vera assisted uh, against Portland where it's like yeah. oh weird Chicho scored that um yeah that was one of those a slight touch and, and and what's yeah. really sad slash embarrassing that was his very first goal this season. Well, he's a center back too. But but still, it's always worse when your first goal comes against us. Do you know what I didn't like about the uh, Apple TV broadcast? Um, first off, the, I was not the commentators. The I was commentators? not. A, I was not a huge fan of the commentators. Oh my goodness! But the one <laughs> comment about this goal that really bugged me was um, the the commentator. She said. Um, that Glad was totally out of position. He should have been on the goal side. And I'm I like, do remember that. I mean, I, I I'm looking at the screen. I'm like, okay, he's on the 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 defender. Sorry, he's on the San Jose guy's left side, which would be the goal side. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's slightly like the 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 what do you call it? The San Jose player's shoulder was in front of him, but he was goal side. So. Yeah. I'm not going to say that it was a bad analysis, but 
my friend. <laughs> I think I think the commentator just threw that out just to say something because I was like, do a double take and then check again. <laughs> there was there were some comments in that game. I swear, I was like, I was rubbing my temples the whole time. I was like. Oh my gosh. And the only reason I watched it in English, by the way, guys, I only watch these games in Spanish because those are some really good commentators. The only reason I watched it in English, because I don't know if some of, I don't know if you've had this happen or anyone else, but all of a sudden it says like, it'll show an error on my screen. Mm -hmm. It says connection, uh, like not working, something like that, connection error. And I'm like, my Wi-Fi is working. Apple TV is like, Apple TV is on drugs. It, it, it can be. And I'm with you. I only watch it in Spanish just because of the commentators. The only very few times I'll watch it in English is whoever is calling the game for RSL if I like that commentator. Dunny, Dunny, Dunny. Facts, facts. Which <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to it later. He is actually on the call for, for Wednesday's game. Ooh, that's Uh-oh. pretty good. But um, right before halftime, 44th minute, we get our we get our little goal back into this match. All right, here's my Rubio Rubin plug. Um, Give it to me. Let's let's hear it. So, um, we have a, a cross from Savarino. Um, yeah, we do. And uh, Rubio is the one that heads it. He's the one that hits it off the crossbar. Um, all I'm saying is that without Rubio doing what he had to do there, there would be no goal. Yeah, just saying that was probably Rubio's saving grace of the game that's it that 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 was my only plug by the way so are are you saying that it was a good idea for pablo to start rubin in this match do you think julio would have done that do you think krylock would even been up there at that point i don't know if by the 44th minute if julio would have still been running (laughs) that's what i'm that's what i'm saying i mean that that's 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 the kind of position we're in right now so um Yes, I, I'm gonna say thank you, Rubio, for being in that position um, and doing what you had to do. Because if not, Chicho would not have gotten that goal. Yeah, yeah. So, going to halftime, down two one. How how were you feeling at, at that point? Did you think that we had a chance? Do you th- did you think it was just kind of game over? No. So here here's the here's the thing. Um, at about the twentieth minute is when RSL decided. Hey, we're going to start playing. We're going to, hey, minute one in minute 20. Um, so so when, we're here to play. So when we hit the 20th minute, that's when the tides turn. That's when RSL's like, okay, wake up. Let's do this. Um, in fact, for, for those first 20 minutes, it was just all San Jose. It was like, yeah. literally, we were asleep. Um, but ending that half, by scoring a goal, everyone, everyone knows whether you are new to soccer or you've been in it for your whole life. You know that getting a goal right before halftime is a momentum shifter, especially oh, yeah. if you're down. 100%. I, when we were down 2 nothing, I was feeling, nope, it's not happening. San Jose might score one or two more goals. But with that goal right before halftime, I was very – I was – Turn my flip my switch, and I was very optimistic because you look at the first half stats. We had all the possession, fifty-one to forty-nine. Um, slightly more passes for us for two nineteen to their two fourteen, um, and then pretty we had a lot more shots, thirteen shots for us to their eleven shots. So, um, 
here here's a little trick of mine. When the, the past couple of times when we've been down to nothing, there's only one thought that goes through my head. When you're down to nothing, what is what at least read my mind again. We're brothers. <laughs> um I mean, what do you think of when we're when you're down to nothing? What is to what is to nothing? Oh, it's the the worst scoreline in in soccer. It's the most vulnerable scoreline. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's my mentality. If I'm already down to nothing, if I score one, I can shift momentum at that Mm -hmm. point because the other team is now like, oh crap, gotta gotta defend this lead. They'll go into defensive mode, which opens the door to be more offensive. Absolutely. So that was that was my mindset going into halftime. Yeah, it's it's a very dangerous lead, and I, I I kind of felt that way as well. I was like, we might have this momentum going into the second half to see what where it can switch us, but and that's what kind of happened because you look at at the possession and all of that, and we had that right away from the, the get go with the passing, with the shots, with the chances, and nothing was happening really early in that second half. Well, well let let me tell you this. Um, as a summary of the whole second half, because obviously there was no goals. The the second half was a lot of possession, not mm. a lot of shots, whereas the first half was not as right. much possession, but more shots. In fact, double mm. the shots. Yeah. Which is a little bit worrying because if we're not getting these shots that we need, um, especially when we're supposed to be having all this momentum. In fact, we had the momentum. We had the possession. Where are the shots? Um, we even had substitutions, offensive substitutions that were supposed to help us with uh, Gomez and Julio. Coming yeah, I was, I was about to get onto that. I think the one that kind of surprised me, um, I, well, I was going to say, um, well, but not, not both of them didn't surprise me, but we saw later on, um, we'll get to it. We had Chicho come out, but I was hoping Chicho was going to just play that full 90 because we needed that, that goal. But I'm just going to touch on it now. Apparently um, in the, we, we saw when he came out that he, he was holding on to his hip or yeah. something like that. Um, in the Pablo con Pablo sex segment of RSL, um, you could hear Pablo ask him, Hey, did, did, did you get hit or are you hurt or, or something like that? Something to that effect. Um, and he says, no, 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 I just got hit. And it, it just feels weird. Um, yeah. So it was one of those that just got a knock. I, yeah. I, that that's what it seemed like. I hope it's just a knock, and it's most likely just going to be a knock. Um, but the the player that they didn't surprise me with how blah they played. Um, but I'm glad that they got subbed off. Was Luna? Um, yeah, yeah. I I was going to agree. Like I was watching the the game at Kaye. Shout out to Kaye for for hosting everybody. Um, and everybody at Kaye agreed. Luna was very MIA in this match. He didn't really have a lot to show at for for himself. Um you look at his stats, he he did pretty decent on his passing, 25 for 27 for 93%, but zero shots at all. No chances. He's been MIA for the past month in my I opinion. I don't know if it's the fact that they just had a kid, if he's more focused on that, but <laughs> look, well, we we already went over this and I don't want to go over it again, but having kids takes it out on you. And I, I can imagine him, if he's traveling, he's thinking about kid, wife, how they're doing, etc. But 
ever since the LAFC game, he's only gone one game for the full 90. Mm-hmm. Um, and only one game has he gotten over a, a seven point rating. Yeah. Which, which is not too good per se. The, in fact, mm-hmm. if we go back to the LAFC game, LAFC game, he had 22 minutes, 6.8 rating. First Houston game, 45 minutes, 6.2. Next Houston game, 30 minutes, 6.5. Portland was his best game. Um, he went the full 90 and got a 7.9. Yeah. But the but these past two games against the Rapids, 14 minutes, 6.5. Then San Jose, uh, 64 minutes, 6.1. Um, there's something funky going on with Luna and in his uh, I can't say motivation because they're probably are, they're really motivated to play, but yeah. there's something going on that's not allowing him to perform to his expected level. And that's he's not the only one. Um, I think uh, Gomez is a, definitely another one. Um, and there might be a, a couple of others that are not living up to their expectations. In fact, because I had so many uh, comments around this, at halftime, I threw out a tweet that apparently got a little bit of attention. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say it blew up, but it got some attention. Um, my tweet was, this was before we scored our goal. I had already mm-hmm. set this up. So I was like, I'm going to send it at halftime. Boom. <laughs> I said, players that I question their first team playing abilities and status. Brody. And Rubin, I question their first team status, to be honest. Players who are underperforming, Sava, Luna, Ojeda, Palacio, Glad, Vera. Players who are par, they're like, okay, this is the minimum that we expect from you. Chicho, McMath, Oviedo. They were doing the minimum. So pretty much our whole 11, you guys are just average well and and so that's what that's why i started getting <laughs> i started getting comments like um some people were saying brody's been below average for a long time i'm surprised this conversation hasn't been brought up sooner but you know you know me i've brought up brody for a while saying monarch players are not ready to play on the first team a lot of them are not ready Hence why we send, hence hence why we send off roscoe hence why we send off other people to nope. play in other links Except if your name is Justin Glad, that's the only exception. Even then, when he first started started uh, playing on the first team, he was kind of. Um, someone else put so basically, no one is good. <laughs> um, another one said, "I would say Sabaluna Ojeda are all doing more than underperforming, and on a good day, Palacio will do better than most of the rest of the team. Luna is our single best player on the field every single week." Which I said, I'm out, my friend. Totally disagree. I was like, uh, I, I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> and then uh, someone said, throwing Demir to those who are underperforming, which is probably true. So there, there's a lot, there's a lot of feelings going around with how players were performing. Yeah, and and with that, um, all those players and all that. Let's get into a conversation we had last episode, but it, it kind of ties into this one right here, the whole whole Musaski. So he's been kind of MIA, not with a team, not traveling up, uh, for these away games. Do you find that being a big issue with us not being able to find the back of the net? Because we saw with Moose and Chicho up top, 
they're doing well. Their 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 dynamic, their partnership, their communication was 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 over the top. I'm gonna separate Moose and Chicho for a second. Moose before Chicho appeared was getting into a mojo, getting into a he's gonna be one of our top offensive performers. Okay. Um, currently, he sits tied uh, up top for the uh, goal plus assist combo. Um, so he's one of our top goal contributors. Um, either scoring or assisting. Right now, it is killing us, I think, not having him on the field. Um, it sucks that he's he and his agent are, have put themselves in a position to say, you know what, I deserve more. In fact, I'm going to hold you guys basically hostage, saying, give me more or you guys are going to keep sucking. That's what it feels like. It's true, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he he's in a position to do that kind of move. Granted, I understand where he's coming from. Uh, I really do. I mean, we've all been in jobs where we're like, I deserve more. Um, and so normally you would go and bargain, but you keep working. Um I think Moose still had a lot to prove these next couple weeks. Th- this stretch should have should have been our easiest stretch. We should have. I I I don't know what got into his head. Um, end of July, beginning of August. That's when the kind of the downhill started. But mm. the Houston games should have been wins. Um, Portland game should have been a win. Colorado should have been a blowout. S- San Jose game should have been uh, an easy win or at least a tie at minimum. Yeah, that stuff could have happened with Moose on the field. Yeah, so I I, I 100% agree with you. I think it's ever since that injury with Pablo, with our midfield, and now with Moose, everybody just coming out with just a weird dynamic in the locker room, and then there's just no real chemistry that we that we saw beforehand. I and I hate to say this, but it 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 is a selfish move. I because. Yeah, he knows that this is this is his last. It's going to be his last big contract if if they give him a long term contract, mm-hmm. because no team wants a average ish striker that runs around hundred to three hundred thousand per yeah. year, um, that doesn't put in double digit goals, and at the age of he's going to be turning twenty eight years old. Sorry, Marcos, I know you're twenty eight, but no one no one wants you. At that age, if you're gonna, if you're not producing a lot, yeah, I, I agree. Like you're getting to a point where you're past your your peak in your soccer career, and you're looking for those young players who are up and coming who can score goals. And he's kind of feel like he's dwindling away, kind of past that peak. So, if I hope RSL makes that decision sooner rather than later, because you have RSL fans who want answers, who want it now, because we don't want to be waiting to if we're on decision day or about to make it into the playoffs and still no moose because we need that goal scorer up top because Chicho, he likes scoring goals, but he can't be doing this all by himself. And and I think that's what, cause that's, what's killing me too, is that there, there's a lot of expectation on Chicho to score, go out and score goals, but he can't do it unless he's getting support, which Ruiz was the support. Moose was the support. And because Ruiz was there, he was able – everyone else felt like 
I felt that that elevated everyone else's game. Savo was playing good. Luna was playing good or, or uh, Gomez, whoever was on the field. I think everyone's game was elevated. Ojeda looked like a totally different player. I mean, with Ruiz and Ojeda, they were like dynamic duo. Now you, have, and Robin. now you have Ojeda and Palacio and it's like, what the heck happened to Ojeda? Yeah, because right now it just seems like our only real goal scare- scores on the field are just Sava and Chicho. Everybody else is just every game, just very MIA, just very ho-hummish with their passing and their dynamic. Even then with, with, Sav- with Sava, Sava's last goal, do you even know when Sava's last goal was? He didn't score against Colorado. Um... He didn't score in any of the Houston games. You have to go um, back to July 22nd was Sava's last goal. So prior, what was, was that League's Cup? Yeah. yeah. That was first game of League's Cup. And before that, he, he had scored the previous two weeks too. So he had scored three weeks in a row. Um, his last assist was the first Houston game. Yeah, so... That's what I'm saying. Right now, it's literally the Chicho show. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, we also we're also hearing complaints from RSL Nation. Sorry, guys, we're gonna just talk about your guys' complaints. Um, that oh, Sava finally traveled with the team. My guys, are you guys you guys watching the same team? <laughs> like, I understand that we're we're frustrated from certain games that Sava doesn't travel. I, I'm yeah. sure we're all suffering from PTSD where he didn't travel for like three straight games back in May. But if you guys really want to count since the beginning of July, mm-hmm. um, since the beginning of July, we've had um, the following away games, Toronto, um, let's see Orlando. No Red Bulls. No um, LAFC, mm-hmm. Houston, um, Portland, and then San Jose, and San Jose. So we've had five. Okay, he so Sava did not play in the Portland one, and I feel like I missed one. You're gonna have to help me out. I think it was oh, oh Sporting, Sporting. That's right. So there are six. There are six. So six. So out of the six away games. He didn't play against Sporting, and he didn't play against Portland. He played in the other four away matches. Yeah, and and, so, and Sport, Sporting Portland aren't weren't two away games together, by the way. No, so people who are going out and complaining that Saba doesn't travel with the team and all this, you guys are like go back and look back at the other games because yes, he has been playing with the other with the the team on these away games. I mean, like again, I'm gonna say this very, very carefully. That <laughs> the the Colorado game, um, the Open Cup match, he didn't play. That's where Yakison played. Um, yeah. but he played in the following, or I, I mixed them up. Sorry, I mixed them up. It was he didn't play against Colorado in the league game, but he played against Colorado in the Open Cup game, which he was the lone goal scorer of that one. So yeah. So he traveled half there, um, and I, I'm like going way back. When when was this? May 27th at Minnesota. He traveled and he scored. Uh-huh. Um, let's see, at Austin, 
At Austin, he uh, did not travel. Um, after Austin, the following one was against DC. Um, DC, he was not there. So that's two away games in a, in a row right there. Um, and the one after that was against St. Louis, and he was not there um, either. So we, we had a stretch right there, which I think there was um, a, a – a, I think a child being born or family issues at that time. That's and, true. That's true. and that's th- – those are quote-unquote rumors slash – I think there's there might have been lingering stuff from previous months that from what I remember. Either way, currently in the past two months of games, Sava's only missed two away games. Yeah, it's he's only missed two away games. So I don't know where people are getting these these rumors or or or, or circling around. But he he's been here. He's been on on the road with the team. So yeah. So that's just a sorry. That was a lot of a pent-up frustration i i i really believe seva is one of our best players oh yeah absolutely i he is what holds our midfield together because no Sava, there's there's nobody to literally orchestrate that midfield because there's no ruiz right now (laughs) right now that's that's completely true so so with uh with that little rant that you went on let's uh let's dive into some questions that everybody posted on on x yeah that's that's true let me uh get into some of these uh some of these comments here. So at the end of the, the game, we, uh, we, as always, we always post the, the stats. So there was a couple of, uh, comments that we want to just go over. So the riot brigade, they, uh, they're a hoot. Um, <laughs> they said, uh, forgot that, that the game actually starts at kickoff and not 40 minutes later. Thank, thank, thank you. Right. Brigade. I, I will, we'll pass the word on to, to Pablo. So he's uh, aware for the next game. <laughs> and so just as a reminder, the question was, what was the biggest problem? Um, next we have a uh, MLS collectors so said, look decent outside of the first 15 minutes and the last 10. So uh, they think that between minute fi- 15 and minute 80, we looked pretty decent, which that's I, fine. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I can't say I disagree. I, I think it was good from 20 to the end, but <laughs> we're fine. Uh, yeah. Hector Ambris, um, he says, the coaching, uh, I've been saying this for some time, everything starts with bad lineups and very predictable tactics. Yeah. Predictable tactics, yes. I can't say these are bad lineups because the best lineups we have. The only thing that I would change, and I've said it over and over, is I want a diamond formation because I don't see the point at all for us to be doing two defensive backs. So I would have Ojeda playing in that that bottom of the diamond with Sava and Luna on the wings. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed. I have mixed feelings with that. I think the only thing I would change in the lineup is the uh, Oviedo and Brody situation. Definitely get uh, Anelli in there. Oh yeah, I just, because I just, I just don't know whether to put in Brody or Oviedo. Just Anelli can bring that speed that Oviedo and Brody really can't. So the only thing that Oviedo brings is just his, his experience on the back line. Which I think I'd lean no, more towards that than than it's Brody easy. than Brody. Oh yeah, but we'll we'll get into that. There's another comment uh, around that topic. Um, my info or uh, 
uh, at Ange Moon Mai says, totally agree. Bad coaching and bad tactics. The guys play with absolutely no urgency. It's been that way all year. With Rui's gone, try something different. So uh, I can't I can't say it's it's lack of urgency. Um, I think right now it's a lack of confidence, which yeah. then would then converts to um, hesitation. Which looks like lack of urgency, but it's hesitation for me. See that that's why in this I guess the last game, um, the Colorado game when we won, I got this burst of excitement because I knew that if we win, then those this motivation that this team can do better. But we just didn't see that in this last game against San Jose. Yeah. Um, next one from Tyler Hampton or at Culture DM O L D. I think it's cultured mold but the O is a zero. Nice. Mm. That's nice. Um, <laughs> says we were objective, objectively the better team outside the first 30 minutes and let in nearly every relevant statistic. It looks like the players just decided to dick around for the first third of the match. It definitely did seem like that, Tyler. Um... <laughs> well, it means it's like what we talked about the, the first 15, 20 minutes, it, they just weren't there. I mean, to have two goals scored in, in 15 minutes, heck, even in the Ablo con Pablo, Pablo's like, he turns to his, his coach's dad, he's like, really, the first 15 minutes? Again, here we go. <laughs> I mean, but I guess I have an issue with how come in the he probably yells a lot more things but in the Ablo con pablo he's he he always like yes 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 go 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 bien 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 you're like do you yell other instructions besides just one word repeated it it definitely does seem that way when i have watched those i'm like is, is there is, is there actually coaching happening <laughs> up 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 go 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 you're like <laughs> It sounds like if I'm if I'm teaching your kids how to play FIFA using the controls. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it kind of sounds like. Um, the last one on this on this tweet was uh, uh, from Patrick Hunt at Hunt Pa ninety three says, "Sometimes it really is about how you start, and really, man, yes, you can't say it. it. That's nicely said. Like, kudos to them. Yep." Um, but not not to make light of what they said, but kind of stating the obvious. I mean, it really is how you start off because yeah. if if you're not starting off firing, you're gonna be trampled on. Um, yeah. Last couple comments. Um, one from Jaden Sylvester at L Finisher twenty three. That's a that's a that's a good handle. Good handle, Jaden. Yeah. Oh, um, that's a solid one. <laughs> I haven't been on the Pablo out train during this slump, but I'm starting to maybe hop on the train. Eek. Nope. Nope. Dude, dude's not trying anything different. What does he expect to happen? Move Luna into the Ruiz role and start Gomez on the wing. Also, I don't know about Vera and Brody. Maybe try Silva and Ellie. No, 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 no. First and foremost, he needs to realize. <laughs> no, no, the, 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 pause right there. He needs to realize we need to stop with the Pablo out because yes, we might be in the mindset that we want to get rid of Pablo, but it all starts with the players. If they don't have the the urgency and the desire to want to win and score those goals, then we're not going to. But 
no, not, uh, enough with the Pablo out. It's it's not because I, of him. All right, fine. I'm gonna validate Jer- uh, Jaden's feelings here. Okay, I okay, can understand, but okay. pa- I can understand Pablo out because sure. um, we've been playing similar lineups for a long time. At what point does it turn from player problems to coaching tactic problems? Because we we know how some of these teams play. We know that you needed to um, keep an eye on Cal and Balbase and Espinosa. What happened? Mm-hmm. Espinosa gets the ball, Megs Vera to Mbabase, who scores. What happened yeah. on the second? Ball goes out to Espinosa, dangerous cross. I mean, there are certain things that you're like, those things need to be happening from minute one. Why weren't they emphasized? And if and if they were communicated, apparently it didn't stick to the players. So that means it must not have been like that. It would wasn't solid. Nothing, nothing sticking at all when it comes to the communication. So then, does it become a Pablo problem? I mean, grant, granted, I'm I'm gonna say this before you comment. The way the way the team's going right now, and the results, and and how where the team sits. It's super unlikely that he's going to be taken no. out of that coaching position. For for me, I would kind of same thing with the Musovski. I would let the season play out and then come back at the end of the season, go from there with the and then make a decision. I think we're fine. I, Pablo out is not going to happen, but I can understand where Jaden is coming from because it's super frustrating. If he's telling the, the player something, it's not sticking. So does that mean it's a player problem or a Pablo problem? I'll leave that up to you guys. Like, obviously, if we're as bad as Colorado or Portland or LA Galaxy, then we should start panicking and then say Pablo out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, if we lose out and we either make the last playoff spot or we don't make the playoffs because we lose out, then that's... yeah, <laughs> if we lose out, it's a Pablo issue. Um, last comment, Carson. Love Carson. You, Carson. Carson. Um, <laughs> he says, "Talk about Brody, lol." <laughs> and and what should we do with him, Carson? Why, why you put us in a in a horrible spot right now? Does Carson hate us? <laughs> um, all right. Here's here's the thing, because obviously we answered him with a gift, like, um, <laughs> it might have saved our our gift game. On point sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, all the time. I make sure I make sure our gift game is on on point. <laughs> um, okay, Brody. Um, here's the thing. Brody is a hard worker. He got to where he's at because he he is a hard worker. Yeah. Um. Ugh, I I'm gonna try to keep this as PC as possible. Brody doesn't have a lot of ball skills. So when he gets the ball, I get worried. And and the only thing that I think he does right is his his runs down the wing, gets the ball, crosses him. Um defensively, I get nervous because of his ball skills and because of his situational awareness. It seems like when he gets the ball, he the the first, one of the things that they teach you in youth soccer is think where you're going to pass the ball before you receive the ball. Absolutely. I feel like that he doesn't think ahead. <laughs> yeah. I remember it was during the off season uh, when we got rid of Aaron Herrera 
um, and we kept Brody, I was hoping we would do the opposite, get rid of Brody and keep Aaron Herrera. Because remember last season, Aaron Herrera absolutely tore it up. He had nine, ten assists as being just a, a left back, and he was fantastic. And I was hoping that's what Brody was going to turn into, but he hasn't really shown that. But so here's the thing, um, I've I've, you know I've I've refereed. I refereed many years, the Monarchs, like two or three years. Mm-hmm. I saw Brody play in those games. I still wasn't convinced at the Monarchs level. I think that Brody was put into this position for budget reasons. I think yeah. I think at, at that moment when we brought him up and signed him onto the first team, which was like, what, 2018, 19? It was, it was a while back. But, but we, back. Yeah, so he was still playing – um, monarch minutes but i think it was a uh let's try to um get this guy some good minutes let's get him uh, trained so that way he can go on the first team and i think it was to save money i think we didn't want to put that much money into defenders yeah so hopefully something changes with him with his mentality with his work effort moving forward but we just haven't seen much of it so far this season so I mean, I, work effort is there. Like, where, how you ever said, however you said it, work effort is there. It's it's talent to be at the next level. Like, like a good defender. He's an average defender for me. It's just getting beat on balls when we played LAFC against Bowanga and getting beat by Espinosa and Abobasi. It's like you can't be getting beat game after game by the same kind of play. Well, like I said. That's what we get for going with budget and going with average defenders instead of actually investing. Yeah. But thank you guys for those questions. We, we love um, diving deep into you guys' questions. So always don't, don't hesitate on sending those over every, after every game or, or whenever, but we, Oh, before we, we get into our next game, let's, let's give a, let's give a shout out to the referee on for Saturday's game, Natalie Simon. That was her first ever MLS game. She she did she, she did pretty decent. Not not gonna lie. Segment for Alan to criticize the referee. No, <laughs> um, the 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 only thing that that I think would be uh if I could criticize anything would be that first half. Uh, first half looked shaky, but I think it's because of the nerves. Um, oh, absolutely. I I think personally, um, Vera's yellow card didn't need to be a yellow card. I think it could have been man managed. But uh, each referee to their personality. But obviously, um, she, some some way or another, Vera would have found that yellow card. Probably, I, I that I I won't go against. But uh, second half, she did feel a lot more comfortable. Um, yeah. in, in fact, let me just uh, I, I totally I don't know why I didn't look at this. Um, oh yeah, here we go. So our our total foul counts was uh, fifteen for us and six for um San Jose, which it did feel like we were getting a little bit uh shafted there but it was only the first half again the nerves there was 10 fouls called against us in the first half so i think her nerves trying to make sure the game was under control second half it was uh three fouls to five fouls that's when you know she was a she got into a rhythm so good on her it was a good game yeah uh hopefully this is the beginning of more female center referees the mls because right now we've only had two i believe so hopefully more to come yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. It's uh, it's gonna be interesting, but uh, good job, Natalie. Good job, Natalie. Um, but with that, we have a home game on Wednesday. 
and back at home at the riots Wednesday night against FC Dallas, who is just coming off a one, one draw on Saturday to uh, Seattle Sounders. And they were winning. They're up majority of the whole game, but Seattle scored late in that one. Yes. Yeah, so um, Dallas, we've already seen him once this season. You remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in fact, that- in fact that, that was the game after our first win after breaking the other long losing streak. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I, I, I tweeted out, did I tweet it out or did we quote unquote tweet it out? And <laughs> I, I sometimes forget what, what, what's tweeted out now. Oh yeah. It was, it was a, we, it was a, we tweet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll call it a, a, we tweet. There we go. Um, so the, the last time we were on this bad streak, back at the beginning of the season for sure we we had the same exact pattern by the way i love patterns i think i'm uh, i'm a little rain man when it comes to that um you love patterns and stats those are your best friend yes so um the last last time we were on this streak was we won our very first game four game losing streak win one game lose another game the following was a win so right now currently we are on a Win against Leon, lose four, win, lose. According to the pattern, this next we, game should be a win. We'll win our next two games. Was it the next two? I think it was two wins, and then the next one, and then the next one after that is a draw. Oh yeah, so it, it was two wins. So uh, because we beat the Las Vegas Lights, uh-huh. and then it was two draws. So it technically would be LAFC and Kansas City would be the uh, two draws. Then a win after that, which would be the LA Galaxy. But the end of that streak was a loss. So you're saying that... (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm saying, according to the pattern, we're going to lose to Colorado. (laughs) Doesn't make a lot of sense, but we'll go with it. Um, Sometimes history repeats itself. This one looks like it's repeating itself, but uh, but here's the thing: in order to repeat itself, there's a couple of things that we need to look at. Um, one good thing that's in our favor, um, mm-hmm. and I, I hate to say it's a good thing in our favor, but um, Paul Ariola in the game against Seattle did get injured. He got hammered. Um, yeah, injury is still undetermined. I, I don't think we we know for certain what it is. Well, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say if he got subbed out. Um, it, it looked like he was lipping pretty hard. It's probably just a, a little knock, but Paul Ariola did go off with an injury against Seattle. We also have a couple of other players that we need to look out for. Yeah, of, of course, is the most obvious one is Jesus. Jesus right now is tearing it up this season at 10 goals. Um, the other one is the man who scored the goal for them against Seattle, um, Hadir O'Brien. He's at three goals, two assists for them in the in the midfield. Those Colombians, you got to watch out for those Colombians. I know they're 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 cheeky. <laughs> they're cheeky. Um, yeah. So Paul Ariola had the had the assist for mm-hmm. for O'Brien, um, but like you said, we had to look out for for Ferreira. But how do they play? Do Do you remember how they played against us um, when we were in Dallas last last time? They're very they're a very attack oriented team direct very yeah. direct like if they will catch they, they will catch you on the counter if they can oh yeah absolutely which is which is smart 
and that does not benefit us at all because like like i mentioned previously we're gonna be without the likes of vera no vera in this one so it'll make sense that we're gonna have a glad silva in our back line yeah um but la last time we played them obviously we didn't have um we didn't have chicho and uh, moose didn't play now i'm not saying moose is gonna play it would be great but um chicho um is gonna be playing um we won't have ruiz but we do uh, Ojeda didn't uh, he only played one half he played the second half mm -hmm. um and so that was the half that we scored on too so the idea i think is um oh and by the way that was uh, i think Justin Miram's last game or maybe close to last it, game and he got it was his last it was his last game and he got an assist i do remember he, that and he got an assist so um <laughs> i think i think it was a few days later that's when charlotte came out and then they picked him up so we have no Ruiz. We we have no Merrim. <laughs> We're screwed. And that, and that was also the game where we started our, our three center backs. We had Vera, Silva, and Glad starting back there. Oh, that's right. And and it was Vera's fault, I I think, on uh -huh. their first goal because he got burned on the wing. Yep. Yep. So um what what are your keys to this match to help us not get burned? I mean, we only lost two to one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but true. but 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 we did play well because that was um that was the beginning of our good streak. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Um, something to also keep an eye on in this match is the last time FC Dallas won in a away game was May thirteenth in Austin. So that was got, you have got to be kidding me. No, May thirteenth. That was their last time they won on the road. Um, so that was nearly like what, like three months ago. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to make sure you're right. I'm like, holy crap, you're right. Yeah. So Jesus Ferrer scored a late goal in the 89th minute for to seal the win for them in Austin. Um. Also. Also, maybe not a good thing for us. Um, Dallas has been somewhat on a well, I can't say really good streak, but they've only lost one game in the past two months. Discounting the the inner Miami penalties, um, yeah, I'm gonna take away from that. They only lost one game in regulation. That was the one against St. Louis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they have been looking pretty dangerous um, since mid July. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. So then, then your your keys to this match, um, after stating all this, what? What do you think will give us the most success and give us a win? Yeah, I would just be able to, I would say, watch Jesus and just keep an eye on their attack because he has been dangerous for, for them and then as well as O'Brien. So if you keep an eye on those two players alone, then I think we we might have a chance. Looking at their stats for last game, um, yeah. here's a couple of things that I'm learning. One, they make a lot of passes. They do. Two, they don't take a lot of shots. And they only they don't take a lot of shots probably because if you do not give them the defensive gaps, they won't have a chance to even get to the goal because they are are banking on uh Jesus Ferreira making those those runs. 
that that's yeah. their offense. Um, and and if you can block that, then I think you're golden. Now that's been a weak spot for RSL. So that's if true. RS if RSL can clean that up for this game, um, actually point number one, we're at home. Point number two, Dallas sucks away. They they are not good in altitude. But mind you, I, I say that, but last year when Dallas did come to Sandy, they did win here in Sandy. But we also had different people. Just saying. We did we did have different people. Um so so besides those two obvious things that, that we're at home and, and Dallas has been sucking the season away. Um if we can stop the counter uh, with, with Jesus Ferreira, we will have a chance to at least develop play from the back and push forward. Now, I don't know what kind of lineup we're going to see. We- I, was, I, was about, I was about to get that. Obviously we're going to see the likes of Silva and glad. Cause that's the most obvious one. Are you going to, do you still see Oviedo and Brody playing on, on both sides? Hold the press here. Do you think we're going to see a glad Lambert? I have been wanting Lambert ever since we picked him up from Phoenix because I was like, what's the point of giving this this guy a shot from coming up from the USL if he's not going to get any minutes? Because he didn't travel with the team um, to San Jose. It's like let the man get some minutes, let him have his debut. I so, don't know what I don't know what the current situation is with Lambert, but yeah. from what I understand, he's still available to play on the first team. He, they're oh, not absolutely. send they're, they're not sending him down to the Monarchs to get some minutes, like. Right now is when we need him to play, but well, I'm going to say it's probably going to be a glad Silva. Yeah. So ideally I would love to see Brody play on that left back and Nelly on the right and midfield. I most likely I, I see the same midfield. I don't see Pablo making any changes to our midfield. Actually, um, I, I don't find any issue with, with Palacio and Ojeda right now. I don't. There, there's a few people that I heard that would rather see Lofflesson, but Lofflesson hasn't really impressed me when he's played with Ojeda. Um, I'm gonna stick. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with me. Give me those two. Um, yeah. it's the wings that I'm I'm unsure about. Be, because right now, right now, if if uh, Rubin's not up to up to par playing, Julio mm. is not up to par playing that many minutes. Um, and Krylock, uh, we're all is kind of in limbo. Would you change formation and play a Luna Sava in the middle, Gomez with Chicho up top? So it'd be a four-two-three-one. Possibly, possibly. Mm. But it, it, it's, it, it's it, not gonna happen. It could be a good option. It's something to to think, ponder about. But obviously, yeah, it's not not likely. It ain't gonna happen, but um, but w- but with that, because it's almost your bedtime, my friend. No, 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 no. Let's get real. <laughs> Let's get real. But you know but what time the, it is? I do know what time it is, but it's the night's still very young, my friend. Oh, it's but super I, young. It's, it's still young, but I do know what time it is. You know what time it is? It is prediction time. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right. I got this one because I'm afraid you're going to choose my uh, my thing, my prediction. So here we go. We're at, we're at home. Dallas is horrible away. Um, 
we this is a basically do or die for home field advantage in playoffs. Also, Dallas needs this. So this is going to be an intense game. But I think with the the way the fans are, are, are supporting right now at home, this is going to give us an advantage. Um, and that advantage is going to turn into three points, and we're going to win 2-0. Oh, I like it. I like it. I like it. That's it's not bad. Um, so back at home, like you said, Dallas has – They've kind of been in a slump when it comes to them playing in altitude. I, I feel like we we are in a slump as well. So I this is going to be kind of a dogfight because if we don't get four points in these next two matches, four points or more, then it's going to be a tough road just to make it into the playoffs from here on out. So give me just a one nothing defeat for RSL. It's it's going to be. Ooh, minimum it's gonna, be, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be clutch but we're we're gonna come away just with that one nothing victory that's good that's good so we will, we will take it so like i said two games next two games at home at the riot if we if we get anything less than three points it's gonna be it's gonna be tough it yeah. is gonna be a tough tough battle just to i feel like just to sneak into the playoffs because you have teams that are like eighth ninth that are literally just three points behind us. Yeah. Yeah. Like right now, these, these next two games are crucial. We need six points. And it doesn't help that you have Dallas who we play on Wednesday, right below us, Vancouver, who we play coming up on Saturday, right above us. So it is a dog fight in the wild West. It is. And that's why they call it the wild West. So Catch us Wednesday night back here at the right, 7.30 kickoff midweek. Yes, it's the middle of the week. Yes, you guys probably have work, school the next day, but come out. What else are you doing on a Wednesday night? Come out, be loud. The boys need your support because we need three points to secure home field advantage for the playoffs that are coming up. Heck yeah, let's do it. And if you guys are not already, make sure you guys are following us on X, on Facebook, on Instagram, at RSL Bros. And if you don't want to see my face or his face, then head to Apple, head to Spotify, and catch us on on the go. It's true. Catch us everywhere that you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a it's been one. It's been one. Holy cow. It's 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 been one. So catch us next episode where we will break down um Wednesday's game. But until then, catch you guys later. Peace. Peace.